Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 358, from February 11th, 1997, a Tuesday night show, with guest The Verve Pipe. The songs played were The Freshman, of course, and Villains, off the album of the same name. They play a clip of Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla on Lisa, Lisa Gibbons' daytime talk show. Adam purposely didn't plug the episode before it aired. They thought it was schlock and a cluster F, as Adam Carolla puts it. So they played a clip and then they comment on it. Uh, this is Radio Gold. This builds and adds on top of the existing time capsule element of these shows hearing Adam Carolla branching out in other media. And from time to time, there will be these clips played of various interviews where things go wrong, including the infamous Gainsberger analogy interview with a woman out of Arizona, which should be coming up relatively soon in the feed. Adam Carolla loves the band The Verve Pipe and tells them so many, many times. The band would return to the show with one more known appearance of the Adam era, Classic Love Line 964, from June 9th, 1999. There's possibly one or two more shows between now and 1999, but none after. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter, at Podcast One. On Facebook, Podcast One there as well. And PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo, and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Welcome with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm gonna write you that you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Dr. Drew is right. All right. Uh, Dr. Joyce Brothers knows all. I am Adam Kroll. That is Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, and he's back from Hawaii, and he, he got a little tan. You're just sizing me up just now. Yeah. We haven't even looked eyeball to eyeball at each other since I walked in here. I like to keep things. I like the uh, hostility to be fresh it is kind of on funny. the air. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we're here tonight with the Verve Pipe. Hello. There they is, uh, straight from uh, Sussex, uh, England. They uh, yeah. just got off the plane. Yeah. No, uh, they're from uh, Lansing, Michigan. Yes. And, East, uh, East Lansing, those are fighting words, what you just said. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That is uh, the voice of Brian you hear. Uh, Brad is his, uh, his uh, attractive uh, twin brother. Well, not exactly <laughs> twins, but uh, they both I'm get their share of snatch, I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, they are the Vanderarks. And later we'll have Donnie, AJ, and Doug come in here, like we did last time when we had uh, the Verve Pipe in here. We did a bit of a round robin. And then eventually you guys are all come together and do a little a cappella singing, I hear. Sure we will. We got a little something special for you guys. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Now, is it one of the songs off of uh, Villains, or are you going to oh, no. do just no, Blue Moon or something? Brand something new, brand, new. brand new. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my interest is peak, but uh, not that much. Now, Drew, uh, <laughs> yes. you had a good time in Hawaii. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, okay. All rested? Yes. Spent yeah. a lot of dough? Yes. Did you wear a thong? I no. gotta know. No. He wears no. a thong, but backwards. Backwards. And let me tell you, that ain't pretty. <laughs> I wear thongs on my feet. <laughs> and, uh, and a feather up his ass. All right. Uh, let me just uh, take care of a little official love line business. First, as I uh, mentioned on the air a couple of nights ago, we had Larry Flint in here a couple of weeks back. And I asked him, uh, what, uh, what specifically, what titles fall under the publishing of uh, Umbrella that is uh, the Larry Flint Empire? And he told me he, he, that he has computer magazines, he has boating magazines. He's got a bride magazine, too. Does he? Yeah. 
No, really? Bride, yeah, too bride, amazing. Yeah. Young Asian bride or just bride? <laughs> <I think so. laughs> but, you know, it's so funny when Larry Flint's telling you because you picture some guy in the computer magazine, Spread Eagle. <laughs> but anyway, he told me, and he was running off the list, and then he got to Busty Babes, and I told him to stop and go back to that one. I had no idea that uh, Larry was responsible for uh, this art form. And me being a breast man, I said, Larry, I need a subscription to the Busty. And he said, no problem. And I said, listen, Larry, this is not just, uh, you know, radio talk here. I'll, uh, I'll dump your ass right out of that uh, wheelchair and kick you while you're down. <laughs> no, you, if we're you, said, you said he'd waste his empire. I told him I would destroy him. Yeah, yeah. One brick at a time. I will take him down to the ground. <laughs> Believe you didn't me. You his physical well-being. You just said you'd destroy oh, his empire. Man. I made him. I can break him. Or at least I can break it. The point is, is I wield a very mighty sword here on Loveline. We have many, many listeners, and I, I could just take them apart. So he agreed to send me out the uh, subscription. I never saw it. Two weeks went by. I got on the air and started complaining. Please, Drew, with the pager. <laughs> I was on a roll. The point is, is I started complaining on a Wednesday, and uh, Saturday I got a little manila folder or envelope in the mail, and it had uh, the following cover letter uh, regarding... And this is always funny when they do official stuff regarding uh, busty pornography. Here it is on official uh, Larry Flint uh, publication letterhead. Regarding busty beauties, dear Adam, Mr. Flint has asked me to send you two of our current issues of Busty Beauties magazine, which are enclosed. And by the way, they could have just went to the warehouse and grabbed one from like 87 and one from 72. It really wouldn't have mattered to me. Brand new, though. Pornography is timeless. As long as I'm seeing it for the first time, it's, 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 always, it's always a current issue. I have also forwarded your name and address to the uh, subscription supervisor. <laughs> There's a gig. <laughs> and uh, we've enclosed some wet naps. No. Uh, so I get a one-year subscription of uh, Busty Beauties magazine at uh, Mr. Flint's request. Thank you and enjoy. Oh, wow. And it really, they should really just have a stamp that says uh, Happy Jacket. <laughs> so uh, I did get the busty, and uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Flint, and uh, all the lackeys over there. At did the you bring Flint it along? Or yes, I did. You do? Yeah. All the pages stuck together, of course. They're, uh, actually, both the issues were stuck together, but I, uh, I soaked them in vinegar, and, and you put a, took a flat bar to them and got them apart just enough to bring them into the studio. Engineer Mike is currently uh, pleasuring himself behind the board with that. <laughs> But if you guys would like uh, us to bring that into the studio for your perusal, sure. we certainly may do that. Okay, that's good. All right, so uh, Villains is the uh, CD. It's uh, It's been out for a while now, but it's slowly, slowly, slowly moving, 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 and gathering momentum, yep. momentum, momentum. Starting to make a little more noise. And uh, when do you guys uh, think you'll be back in the studio for the follow-up to Villains? Uh, we're looking to go in, in uh, probably by the end of the summer. So we're going to ride this as long as we can possibly ride it. And and you've been, uh, I saw you guys at the uh, Troubadour for a great show last time you were in here. Must have been about mm, eight months ago now. And uh, are you going to be doing any more touring? Oh, we'll definitely, we'll be back in this area again. Um, I couldn't tell you exactly when. Brad, at this point, we're uh, planning on going out again in uh, April, May. So we'll probably be around so this we'll, area. So we'll, we'll come around here. And it's a nationwide thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Have you uh, gone to Europe yet? Yes, we were in Europe with Kiss. Oh, really? We Were we talking with about that? Uh, Wait a minute. Hey, listen, we, listen. we have 150 bands in here uh, a month, and they Come all on. say they toured with Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone opened for Kiss. What do they have, yeah. like 11 opening bands? Yes, exactly. Everyone has toured with Kiss. We were number Kiss. three. We were the third one. Yeah. Uh, no, we, uh, yeah, we did that for an entire month. We were over in Europe with them. It was really? How was fantastic. that? Uh, very scary. It was a very scary 
very scary thing. They're just not interested in, in an opening band over there, not like over here, you know. Well, I mean, y- you have uh, the phenomenon that is uh, Kiss, right. and, and I'm guessing, I mean, uh, you know, listen, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but the folks that are going out to see a, a Kiss concert aren't interested in uh, sampling uh, new, newer bands. Uh, That's true. They're really not. I mean, they want to see Kiss. They want to get loaded. They want to uh, spit blood, and, and it's mm. more of a spectacle then it, it it's not for the musical connoisseur. But you know what? They were nice to us. They were nice enough to say, okay, we'll give you some lights. You know, and so we're up there playing, and I'm thinking, all right, our light show's pretty good. We got like five lights. All right. Right. You know? And then, of course, you see their show, and it's like... Did you hang like, out with them at all? Oh, yeah. We, we hung out. Really? Bit. Yeah. Anything Fun we guys. should know? Good yeah. guys? Yeah. They're really, really down-to-earth... I don't know. I just no, think it's just okay. a bunch of stuff. You never talked to them. I know. We never did. We weren't even allowed to. It's <laughs> funny because, like, their dressing room was next to ours, and then between uh, catering was on the other side of their dressing room, and instead of being able to walk past their dressing room, you had to walk all the way around the arena. Really? To go to the catering. That was only for the first well, week, and then they warmed up to it. Right. At least you didn't have to uh, tunnel like some of the other opening bands we've had here. <laughs> all right, Drew, yeah. you set? Yeah. You all right? Mm. The old folks on medication? Yeah, all right. It's very you know, serious. When I, when I get back, it's just hell. It is hell. Yeah. All right, don't come back then. I'm telling you, fake your own death. This was your <laughs> classic Dude, opportunity. Adam, those words rang in my head for three straight days. I, I'm, I, it's real easy to do. You charter a ship. You go out fishing. Yeah, you leave right. the wife and kids in the no, hotel no, no, room. No, no, you I grease want... the skipper's palm a little bit. <laughs> he throw. He comes back with just like a pair of your underwear and a, and a tube sock and says, this is all we got. The gaffer just pulled this up. This is it, man. <laughs> He was fighting a Mako for like six hours. I turned my head, and uh, that's the last I saw the guy. Just a pair of loafers uh, right there in front of the fighting chair. Uh, and busty women. Yeah. <laughs> Drew, fake your own yeah, death yeah. and just start some sort of island practice where you only see <laughs> lepers or something. All right, here we go. Uh, Kelly, 16, you're on Love Line with uh, the Verve Pipe. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Okay, um, my problem is that I was going out with this guy for almost two years, and we broke up in December. And since, well, we had been, like, sleeping together ever since, like, our fourth month together. When you were 14? Yeah. Mm. How old was he? Um, 15. Okay. So, and then after we broke up, um, like, a couple weeks later, we slept together again. And then it happened, like, twice in the same week or whatever. Are either of you involved with other people now? No. Well, now we are. He got a new girlfriend about a month ago. And I've been seeing other people or whatever, but not, like, anything, like, real... You know what usually... I'm sorry for changing the gears on the show tonight. I mean, I mean, I mean... Want to talk more about fishing? No, you keep looking at me like... <laughs> I don't know. You're true. opening your trap again? Uh, I don't uh, know you anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. I, I just wanted to say that, Kelly, when, when people get sort of strung out in this kind of a relationship... Uh, we I, Talking to enough people through this show, and I found it to be the case, that generally the woman kind of has a sense that she's going to get the guy back and she still holds these wishes and these feelings and doesn't really get over the loss of the relationship mm-hmm. while the guy may be completely done but is just having sex right that news flash for all the ladies guys can just have sex yeah some guys that's all they can really do mm-hmm. i mean they're yeah, not good at anything else I can just masturbate. That's one thing I've. So mastered. you're sort of you're sort of stringing out your own. You're, you're paralyzing your own development and kind of stringing out your own. Well, don't all right, but don't put words in her mouth. Do you want her? Do you want uh, this guy back, Kelly? Oh yeah. yeah oh, you I do. Wanted him back since. See, I'm all right. Th- this having, right. having sex in this way is not going to increase the probability that you'll get him back. Okay. Well, he they broke up a little bit ago, and 
Go, uh, hey, cling to that wish, Kelly. But I think you're just doing yourself harm. No, and, it, and it's, it's also like, typical it, of somebody who sleeps with, with another with a guy when she's 14. They they have real difficulty giving it up, giving up that relationship when the time comes for it to end. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. He. I mean, we're still really good friends. I mean, we're. You know, we, if you're such a good friend, why doesn't he have empathy for your feelings and really respect those and have those as the priority in how he behaves rather than his... Uh... Well, listen, he's uh, 17, he's got a hard on, hey. and the getting is good. But I mean, come what? on. That's the point. That's where it must change. Right, take well, it easy over there, Drew. But he's torn. He's Drew like... comes back full of, full of piss and poi, and he's going to take the show over. <laughs> listen, I'm tired, Drew. I worked, all right? I don't need you banging your fist. You got two days on... off. I did? Yeah. Didn't you? All right, but I was miserable. Kelly? Yeah. All right, forget about this guy. And and listen, don't see him as friends because it, it opens the wounds. Six it really months. does. Six months with no communication, then have a friendship. Well, the thing is that he's like, he's like torn between us. No, he's not. He still no, he's really not. likes yeah. me, and he's cheated on her with me. And right. He's he torn between that. two vaginas feeling like a fool. He's not <laughs> torn between you two as people, he's torn between your parts. You understand? It's kind of more than that, though. I don't know. Because, I mean, he's not, I mean, you know. I, I, Kelly, I think you spoke truth. It is kind of more than that, but it's not a lot more than that. No, listen, if he was really interested in you, he would be with you. Right. Yes, he and has he a really passing interest in you. I have a passing interest in Engineer Mike. That doesn't mean I, you know, I'm not throwing him on the weekends. Him, though, well, he's not sleeping with her, though. Oh, as far all right. as he tells you. Yeah. Right. Well, no, he's, I know he's not. Right. He's trying. She may just be, uh, you know, staving off his advances. Right. Mm, I don't know. You don't think he's trying to sleep with her? No, he's not because um, he just, I, he, um, I don't know, they haven't really done much and he's just, I don't know, he's way more attracted to me physically than he is to her. Right. Well, why is he with her? Well, because the reason we broke up is because that we fight too much and he... Uh, is just like, you know, after we broke up, he's like, oh, she makes me feel good, and we don't fight, and we get along so good, and it's like... Well, that's a good relationship. That's a better relationship than you had with him. Yeah. And, and so like, he's continuing to abuse you by relegating you to the position of his physical receptacle. Yeah. And <laughs> really? I mean, I'm sorry, Kelly. I'm sorry, but that's, what, that's what's happening. Oh, boy. Wow. All right. Uh, the <laughs> physical receptacle. Uh, please, Drew. Like, the girl doesn't already need therapy. Come on. Yeah, I, I'm trying to wake her up. All right, Kelly, uh, uh, wake up and smell the semen is what Drew is saying. Uh, this guy's a uh, scoundrel, and uh, it, please, uh, hey, get, listen, I wish that I had made some decisions early on in life that would have had uh, some some dignity involved. I really do. I made Just a, at least one. At least one. <laughs> I made an ass of myself in my dating career really almost my entire life, uh, begging for women to come back that would never come back. Uh, Generally, just making an ass of myself. Any restraining orders at all? Not that I'm oh, willing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I might. I let. There was one episode where I'd left my softball mitt at a girl's house, and I needed it that evening. <laughs> I happened to be inebriated. There was a big game the following morning. It was one A, and so I had to get in and get the softball mitt. And when I was done, I had to turn the place over looking for my softball while I was there. Yeah. But uh, I think you understand. And, Drew, if you had a relationship with a mitt like I had, uh, you, you would sympathize. But the I point is... A little, little symbolic uh, reference <laughs> to the individual you were in pursuit of. <laughs> the point is this. I wish somebody would have uh, told me to, uh, you know, try to salvage some dignity when I was young. To stop doing what I was doing and, uh, and to move forward and start setting a good precedent 
emotionally for myself. And and that's what we're telling Kelly now. All right. Uh, Onward. Huh? Yes. Julie, 14, you're on Loveline. Yeah, I have two things. Um, I think that Dr. Drew and Adam, you guys are really great. And, However. Um, I just wanted to know, like, out of all the calls you get, are there any, like, that stick in your head? <laughs> When you writing something for the school newspaper, Julie? No, I was just wondering. You know what sticks in my head most is like what we've been talking about for the last, whatever's been the last thirty minutes, because it's such an immediate show that I, I, I'm, you know what I mean? You're like, what sticks in my head is Kelly now. Kelly sticks in my craw. Yeah, whatever the last call yeah. was. <laughs> like, are there any like really sad ones? Yes, we had a, a one that we've continued to sort of use as our example because people started asking us this question about six months ago, and so right about that time we had a poignant call where. Vietnamese, uh, tw not twins, they were unrelated, but they were left in the street of Saigon during the evacuation, raised in orphanages, adopted by American families, one in Colorado, one here in California. And the one in California was calling us to report that her, her sister, as she called her, whom she was extremely close to, had begun writing her that her foster father was sexually abusing her and she wanted to kill herself. And so we were able to intervene and help her and have her get her parents to get the culprit, foster parent, right, and get the girl extracted. This guy was just uh, Im importing, you know, Asian brides. Basically, I mean, he was just uh, taking these uh, little, um, you know, uh, 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 homeless uh, girls off the streets Oof. and bringing them in and just uh, molesting them. It was a real sad story. And Drew uh, intervened. And Drew did all the work. I was uh, out smoking and drinking coffee, but Drew got on the phone during the commercial. And he actually uh, actually talked this girl, talked to this girl, and worked the whole yeah. thing out, and, and and settled it, as far as we know. All right, Julie. Yeah. All right. No question. Yes. Yeah. That's it. No, 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 no. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, I I don't know if this is wrong, but I I have my period every two weeks. How old were you started getting your period? Um, I was twelve. And you're fourteen now. Yeah. Has it been that way ever since you started um, having your period? It started about months ago it, it is very routine for women your age young women to have terribly abnormal periods before they establish more regular cycling some yeah. women never have regular regular cycles i get really tired and yeah. depressed and well pms that's the premenstrual syndrome and then you know, with this irregularity to the period, tends to kind of no. I don't. I don't get it before. I get it after. After. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. All right. Well, just uh, we'll make it post. Postmenstrual. <laughs> right. Uh, right. And, and we don't have to change are, initials that way. There are other <laughs> syndromes certainly that could be sort of hearkening uh, forth now, such as ovarian cysts, and I really would doubt things like endometriosis. But there's polycystic ovarian disease would be the most common thing to give you intractable irregular periods. So there are other things that may need to be looked into future, but I would bet by the time you're 15, 16, this will n normalize. Or the sister we spoke of will be the uh, size of a uh, goose, and no, uh, no. they will be inoperable. No, no, well, no, well no. shouldn't she go get stuff looked at? Uh, but don't bring up all those diseases and then no. tell her to sit and if, wait. If you're not having, like, those are not problems. Those are not big deal diseases. But name them again. Polycystic ovarian. All right, that sounds huge. That's like an eight on the disease scale. Not huge, like a minus Just one. above cancer. What's the next Unless one? Unless you've got it, then it's a ten. Uh, uh, endometriosis, which happens to older women. Huge, tremendous. Well, I went to the nurse and she said it might be anemia or something. No. Anemia. No. Nah. Nah. But right. uh, well, you know, I, I go to the gynecologist, eat, eat properly, right? Go to the gynecologist. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fine, Julie. I really, I suspect it's just normal. All right. All right, and no more period talk, please. You know, I don't like the few women that way. 
All right, uh, Drew, we need oh, another six, call. Six, six, what happened to that? No, they're gone. What do you want me to do? I mean, they're gone. Go, you want, look, Hello? I just punched them up. You want me to go to their house? Shannon. Yeah? 18, you're on Loveline with the, the Verve Pipe. Hi. Hey. 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 Um, where do you want me to start? All right, I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next call. Karen, 18, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hi, Karen. Where do you Hi. want me to start? Um, I have a problem. Shoot. What? Okay, with Quick before mom. Adam's finger gets a hold of the board. <laughs> I have an, an, an itchy, uh, punchy finger. Okay, um, let me just tell you a little brief story, history of myself. Okay, um, when I was four years old, I was separated from my mother. So I had to live with my grandparents for six years, and I came here. Um, but before that, I was really abused, like physically abused by my like cousins. And then when I came here, I had to go to like... <laughs> A lot of step parents and you know mm. stepdad and everything and i constantly have this problem with my mom you know and that i can't like stand it i just i think it's like driving me crazy all right hold on wait wait, wait. where how why were you separated from your mom in the first because place because i couldn't get a green card and she got a green card out in the house oh, wow. so it took like uh, six years to get the visa for you to get over here yeah and in the meantime you were with your grandparents yeah and then when my grandfather that I had to move in with my uncle which was really horrible experience I just attempted suicide so many times while I was there because they abused me so much oh, oh I mean this is this is far more than you and mom I mean this is just huge yeah, there's a horrible situation but you uh, the good news is is you're vying for the most poignant call of the week when we recite these things yeah. when someone asks us a question again well, I'm where, sure that just thrills her well you know there's a plaque uh, Karen yeah. where are you coming from what do you mean? Where was the family coming from? Korea. Oh, okay. And uh, so where's your mother now? Well, she's downstairs. Oh, she is? So you're living with her again? Yeah. Oh. And where's dad? Um, I don't have a dad. My natural father didn't want me, so, like, oh. they got divorced when I was even, like, unborn. Wow. And I had to go through, like, three step I mean, stepdads, but my current one is like in San Francisco because of his job right alright so you have a lot of anger toward your mom yeah and then like every time like every single day it's like such a conflict you know I can't just I, I don't know I just I, I don't see things. how Karen with, with all the the amazing feelings conflicted feelings you must have about your mother it's hard to imagine how you could be in her presence without having some kind of emotional spark flying do you want us to talk to her Karen no, she can't speak English that well. No, that's right. I, no, I'm fluent so, in Korean. So, so, no, no, no. No, no I, so, I, I swear to God, I'll talk no, to her right in Korean. I'm making this call, she's going to make a big deal. And, and, big oh, okay. deal and so you add, you add to Karen's abuse issues, her separation oh, issues. Oh. Then we have cultural issues. Oh. It's just huge. I, and uh, I'm... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm always glad when I hear that other countries are just as screwed up as ours. Uh, if, if there's anything that uh, that's good that could come from this call, but Karen, you need a whole uh, heaping dose of therapy to get through all this. You, you really? Is well, that what? what? I, need? I mean, like a therapy? Yeah, but you can't well, be molested by cousins uh, yeah. growing up and I mean, not have to sort that out. Yeah, I don't care what yeah, your culture yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yes, if she has access to that, absolutely, that would be helpful. But what? You know what she needs is a lot of structure and support in her life. Right. She needs to be in school. She needs to have a group of friends that are supportive and teach her 
good living habits, good study habits. Absolutely. Nourish, I mean, she needs the basics in place before the therapy part. She I mean, yeah, I'm like 4.0 student. Yeah, I'm great. going to college. Oh, really? Great. Yeah, I'm, I am Karen, like that. Get, try to, and it's going to be hard for her to do, to find a supportive group of stable friends. You're going to go towards <coughs> the kind of wild, offbeat, uh, you know, chaotic oh, people. And, and don't away. get hooked up with any guys for like 20 stay years. Away from <laughs> stay away from all yeah, men. Stay, don't, don't sleep with a guy unless you've known him for three to six months. Sleep with a guy. I don't want you talking to guys. Right, right. And, and stay in very, very stable stable that's supportive right. relationships focus on your school develop your 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 brain as much as you possibly can and if you have access to therapy then certainly that would be very helpful all right uh, uh, truer words were never spoken drew why don't you uh, sell the next call so uh, me you uh, brian here, and brad can come a, back and tackle it something for brad uh here's a 40 year old celibate female hey hey right up my alley are you celibate brad <laughs> no i'm a 40 year old female oh okay I don't think they're aware of how much they suck. Hey, that's not very nice. You kiss my mother with that mouth. I mean, your mother. Love line will be right back. Ah, yes, Loot Crate. It's a monthly subscription box service for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than 20 bucks a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, one-of-a-kind items, and more. They're guaranteed to be 40 bucks plus in value in every crate. That's more than double. Hell, even I can do that math. Loot Crate is like a friend who knows what you love and surprises you with an awesome present every month. So let's get cracking, people. You've got until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. But when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over, so let's get to getting. Make sure you head to lootcrate.com forward slash ace, enter the code ace, and save 10% on any new subscription. That's lootcrate.com forward slash ace and save 10%. Hey, what's going on? I'm Brody Jenner. I am Dr. Mike Dow. We are inviting you guys to come check us out. It's the Brody Jenner Podcast with Dr. Mike Dow. It is a fresh take on life's biggest dilemma, love. You got Dr. Mike Dow, who's a couples therapist. You got me, not the best, but I do a pretty good job. We'll have a different celebrity guest each week joining the conversation with us. We are serving nothing but love and relationships on the Brody Jenner Podcast. Go download it every Thursday at podcastone.com. That is podcastone.com. Uh, someone alert Dr. Drew uh, that uh, his half of the show is now fired up. All right. Ah, he brought the uh, jugs in. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. The busty beauties. Uh, this by the, All right. Yes, I, I can see that. Drew, this is some fantastic radio. Drew comes in here like a, a monkey and points at pictures. Uh, boys, would you <laughs> like to look at the... You, uh, thank you very much. We'll give you a full report on that later. Uh, Brian? Please, uh, use tweezers to turn the pages. That's still in mint condition. It's going right into the vault. Uh, all right. Uh, Verve Pipe is here tonight. Villains is the name of the uh, CD. And uh, Dr. Drew is back from vacation. Also, uh, so Brad and Brian are in here, the uh, Vander Ark brothers. And then uh, Donnie, AJ, and Doug will be coming in at some point. We'll do the old uh, round robin thing. And then we'll come in and sing. And uh, perhaps uh, Drew, who uh, has an incredible operatic voice, will join in. Mm. Okay, Drew. <laughs> Can you believe we get paid the same? Can you believe that? Believe. It's hard to believe. All right, and, and one other thing. We were on uh, the Lisa show uh, a couple of weeks back now. I think it aired. Well, Friday. Only, it aired Friday. Only aired Friday, yeah. right. 
And they kept sending us uh, reminders when it aired. And it finally dawned on me. They want me to talk about when it's airing on the radio, obviously. Uh. Because why would they go through so much trouble telling me? I mean, I literally got ten messages from the Lisa people saying, here's when it airs, here's when it airs, here's when it airs. And I intentionally didn't say when it aired <laughs> because Drew and I thought it was just schlock. We just yeah. we just couldn't stand it. So it was me, Drew, Dr. Joyce Brothers, um, some big guy. Uh, Chocolate Mama up there who has uh, wrote a book on something. What was her thing, Drew? Uh, it was basically you don't have to lie in relationships. Basically, her thing as, as was that li- her book. As though lying was normal and you don't have to do what's normal. <laughs> it was kind of kind of backwards. That in a in, in a money expert. It was really uh, <laughs> it was really like a carnival uh, geek show. And then Metal Like Lemon too. Probably the whole gamut there. That's <laughs> uh, all we're missing. Uh, the original Lassie. <laughs> And we're all sat up there, and these people, they do the circuit. And, and let me explain the talk show circuit. You sit there with a bunch of other uh, people who do the talk show circuit, and you just jockey for position. And Drew and I aren't used to jockeying for position because we have an outlet. We have a radio show and a TV show, and we're not used to trying to wedge our uh, opinions in between other people's retarded ideas. Also, we're, we're used to talking about things that are really, really burning issues for people, important issues. And we sat looking like a couple of groupers for 45 minutes, I'd say, wouldn't you say? Yes. We just sat there staring. Yeah, and, I, right. Adam, Adam leaned over to me at one point and goes, God, I love doing TV where I don't have to do or say anything. Yes, it's it's uh, it's really it's really quite a relief. But the point is, is I brought a little. Uh, I did tape it, and I brought a little uh, snippet, and you can hear just uh, hear what a uh, raucous uh, and, and rough ride it was for Doctor Drew, Engineer Mike. To be honest. But to be honest, the, because like you respect what you, your impact is friend. on other people. If it you, was for, it, when you play tricks on your friend all the time, it was for my friend to go in the refrigerator and drink the water or find out. Oh, but now she's backpedaling a little but, bit yeah. here. Yeah. But, but, but no, I didn't go for it. We did it today, and I did not leave it. That, she found oh, it. We right. laughed it off and kept going. They were worried that she was leaving him, going, oh, my God. you got to listen to the whole story. Entitlement and narcissism is endemic in our culture. Am I right? And this is a perfect guy right here. This guy's 100 let me hear this. Dr. Drew is right. <laughs> <laughs> what? what was that last line you said? Say that again. Dr. Drew is right. No, 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 right. Entitlement and uh, yeah. narcissism is endemic, <laughs> endemic in this society. <laughs> they don't they, even know what that means. Oh, there's there. a group Lisa of like, has no idea what that means. Oh, the whole the, first the whole crowd was just a bunch of like uh, <laughs> hog farmers who are half asleep <laughs> sitting there going. <laughs> In damn near. <laughs> Leroy, look that up. <laughs> True. Uh, True, you got to know your audience, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, so that's basically what it was. And I was just sitting there laughing. You need to get Lisa time. on this show. Why doesn't she come do this show? Well, I, I don't think she'll do it now. We uh, we said some things that weren't kind of. Lisa, you like to stab. I think we did? Yes. Oh, yes, we did. Okay, yes, they're very yes, nice people. Did. Listen, you have so to... Half the staff is our staff. Listen, when you do nothing for a living, you have to be nice. Uh, that is my, that is my point. You can't even just be nice for the sake of being nice, can you? No. No. All right. Can we move on? Right. All right, Dr. Drew is right. Dr. Joyce <laughs> is right about Dr. Drew. Anita, 40. Hi. Hey. I just wanted to go ahead and just mention that I enjoy your show and with both of you, of course. Well, thank you. And thanks for bringing the show into the year 2000. Uh, actually, my question is, <laughs> actually, actually, my question is not a troubled one, but if anything, it's more curiosity. 
uh, I've been celibate for the last four years, and I'm kind of wondering how I can bounce back or what can I do after being away from it so long. You, you might want to warm up first. Yeah. <laughs> Start alone. I would say that. Yeah. Start, Start alone? alone, yeah. You, you want to get out in the dating world? Mm, I guess I just want to be prepared. Well, you're talking about Some, something happened to her. What happened? Oh, you want to do some gambling? No. Oh, come no, on. Don't have to go that far back. I'd like to gamble. <laughs> Just what, look, she's th at 36, she decided, oh, I'm done with men. All right, well, let's figure out what happened to her at 36. You want to do that, Drew? All right. Well, stop looking up uh, Indemnic. I'm looking up pomade. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Drew, what is, do you get paid or not on this show? What is oh, your job? Do you, you think on, your job is to sit there and better yourself while uh, I uh, stall with some song and dance on the radio? Would you shut that thing and get involved? Yeah, there. Christ's sake. Can you believe that uh, this article called me a sidekick? They did an article on Dr. Drew that called me a sidekick. This dead weight you are. The man, when he's not uh, answering his pager, he's looking up uh, uh, abstract meanings in, in a dictionary. Oh, for Christ's sake. All right, Anita. Yes. Hold on. We're going to gamble on uh, what made you snap at 36. Oh, okay. All right? All right. You know what happened, right? Sure. I know my life better than me. Okay. Well, we'll think about that while you're on hold. All right, you guys get some money out. Okay. Get a dollar, that's fine. Drew, one last dollar. I'm, you know, I'm reaching, I'm reaching for my wallet at a reflex. But I know I don't have any money in here. Someone give me a dollar. I have just one, one dollar. You got? Did you give me a dollar, Brad? Yeah. That's All right. Now you got to. That's you got to get one. Um, Brad. I have no cash. Really? Uh, Serious? Here we go again. I'm, I'm floating them again. Dollar. Float them again, Brad. All right, four bucks in the pot. True. Yeah. Pull your nose out of that. No, no. Let somebody else go first. I'll go, I'll go last. Yeah, but you go first to set the example. No, I'm gonna go last. All right. Because uh, there's a lot, a lot of potential things. Here. She found God. She found God. Yep. Ooh. Could be. Could be. It's uh, simplistic. Born again. Something simplistic born again. and brilliant. Okay. Found God. Uh, Brad, what happened at 36? She found Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> little a little twist on that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about for those of, uh, those of us who believe Jesus is the Messiah? All right. Now, who did she find? Did she find? Was, uh, was she traumatized somehow? What happened? She definitely had to be traumatized in some way. All right. So a uh, possible rape, perhaps? Traumatization. Traumatization. By the opposite sex. No, well, no, no, okay, but physical trauma physically traumatized? Physical. Mostly physical, partially mentally. A bit more right. specific. No. Yes, that's way too broad. Come on. Come on. There's three bucks in it for you. Okay, there's <laughs> definitely some sort of rape involved. Rape. Right. All right, you're going rape. All right, so we, um, Brian uh, found Jesus Christ. Uh, Brad, rape. I am going with a long-ass marriage. Got married young, went a long time. A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, just a horrible relationship all the way through. Finally got away from the guy. And uh, her uh, crotch uh, dried up like the Mojave as soon as she got out of there. Oh, man, that's right. a good one. Yeah, that, that is probably the one. All right, well, uh, go so ahead. Let, so let me try to think of some way of modifying that. Um, sexual identity issues. So, ooh, maybe uh, uh, a little lesbian. I like where you're going with that. Just, I like yeah, where you're going but with I mean, that. Just, but slow down. But, but, but she... All right, a series of a, of a, maybe three abusive relationships. Three. And all, each of which the guys disappointed her terribly. Okay. Like they, she really they went well for a while and then just collapsed. Okay. Two. We'll give them three. All right, three. Three. And some sexual identity <laughs> issues. It's just a buck, please. What the hell line was she on? Oh, God. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, Anita. Yes. All right, what happened four years ago? 
Oh, you guys are all off. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Uh, actually, it's, um, let's see, 12 years of marriage, three kids, one husband that's been uh, on coke for the last seven years. Oh, because marriage. this pot's looking sweet for me right now. Yeah, well, it was kind of like that, but not, not too far. When did um, you break up? Um, probably about four years ago. Oh. They actually became official about a year ago. Right. Do you believe in God? I've always been spiritual. Well, there always. I'm, in, always I'm still no, in. You said she found God. It's no, got a chance. No, no, no. no, no Adam's got it. Spiritual. Adam's got it all the way. Any rape? No. Uh, ever, uh, ever uh, play any golf? Now hold on. <laughs> <laughs> play golf? No, no hang golf. On now, now okay. you're hang on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm wait, taking the pot. Wait, what are you so, talking about? Okay, wait, check this out. Okay. So, so, so by the time you were wait, by the time you were 36, you'd been in a seven-year marriage. Um, twelve, probably already twelve. Twelve year marriage, oh, right? Uh, and that with a cocaine addict. How about the relationships that led up to that? Um, they, well, I've studied, I've been through many self help groups, and obviously, I, I understood why. What I were the give me the? Life. How about the couple relationships before you met your husband? What were those? Oh, like? they were all addictive. Okay, abusive addict. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I'm um, no duh. <laughs> Well, you do split the pot. No, we, do, hey, we don't split the hey, pot. We do because the only way I could modify because your thing, which I thought was right, <laughs> is by making the history of the. All right, ABA. but I let you go first, and you pass. I would have picked yours. All right, listen, woulda, shoulda, coulda. I'm taking the four bucks. She's had a series of abusive relationships with addicts. Your dad was an addict or an alcoholic, right? Um, uh, it's what they call um a dry alcoholic. Yeah. He's an alcoholic. He's a probably was a <laughs> drinks a powder gin. And he does a dry alcoholic. But a dry alcoholic we also call a rageaholic. There you go. Right. That's Be what he is. Because they because they become very abusive and they they act yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, Drew, enough with your spin doctoring on her relationship. Drew can eventually turn anything into his answer. I'll give you a sympathy dollar because you're pathetic. <laughs> Brian, you get your dollar back. Thank you. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm missing a dollar. Uh, Brad, you are an S out of luck. Busty magazine. All right. so. Oh, really? A little surprise for that. It's like I'm tipping myself while I'm masturbating. <laughs> All right, uh, Anita. Yes. Do we answer anything, or we just no, gamble no, on no, it? No, no, so, so we got the story on it. Right. No, 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 wait, no. Well, on. we got to go to break. Uh. All right, Anita. Yes. Uh, don't have sex in, uh, for about five minutes. All right. All right. Then we'll line you up with a uh, with a suitor. Cool. All right. All right. All right, perhaps uh, one of the members of the Verb Pipe will be in town, and uh, you can work a little service agreement out. Zoom. I don't go in for these backdoor shenanigans. Shenanigans. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Shenanigans. Tips, tips, chains, whips. Shenanigans. High school orgy time to think about buying off the right hand again. Back. Back. Hey, it's Dr. Drew. Is your computer running slow? Well, MyCleanPC.com can clean it up and speed it up today. Now, you might ask yourself, how did my computer get this way? It's frustrating, right? Well, opening infected email attachments, downloading music and games can slow your computer down. Over time, running these programs can cause junk files, internet clutter, processor and hard drive errors to build up on your computer. MyCleanPC can help. First, go to MyCleanPC.com, and in minutes, you can get a free computer diagnosis and find out what is slowing down your computer. Then simply activate MyCleanPC software to clean out the junk, the internet clutter, and even remove viruses. 
And MyCleanPC is guaranteed to increase the speed of your computer. With MyCleanPC, there are two easy steps to speed up your computer. First, go to MyCleanPC.com and get a free computer diagnosis and then simply activate MyCleanPC software to optimize your computer performance. Go to MyCleanPC.com today and find out what is slowing down your computer. That is MyCleanPC.com. Campbell, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Okay, phone number for Love Line 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla, that is Dr. Drew. We have uh, Brad and Brian in here, the Vander Ark Brothers. Yo! From uh, the Verve Pipe. It's like we're in the circus or something. The Vander Ark Brothers. Yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! And uh, the Flying Vander Arks. Yep. Now that's a name. And uh, the CD's villains, and we're going to hear something off that. Uh, also, uh, Donnie, AJ, and Doug, the uh, rest of the verb pipe, will be uh, coming in here in uh, just a little bit for the changing of the guard. And then uh, we'll all be doing some singing at some point, as soon as I get drunk enough. Now, uh, we, when we left off, we were speaking to, who were we talking to? Anita. Anita, yes. Anita had not had uh, sex for four years. Uh, she'd gotten done with a, a series of bad relationships. And uh, especially a long-term uh, marriage, and now wants to get back into the uh, sexual arena. Anita? Yes. All right. And you want to know how to do that? No, actually, I'm, well, I, I mean, I don't need to know how to do that. But uh, my question is, actually, I have a trust issue, and so being celibate for so long, I really don't want to get into another dysfunctional relationship. Have you been doing anything to work on yourself in the intervening four years? <laughs> Well, you said you went to a lot of self-help groups. What, yeah. What did you go to? Went to Al-Anon, went to uh, Children of, uh, what is it? Adult Children of Alcoholics. Yeah. How long did you go to Al-Anon for? Ooh, probably about four years. Then you had a sponsor, worked the steps. Yeah. And basically, we even had our own, uh, it was a girl, It was a women's group yeah. um, that I worked with more closely mm. with one of the workbooks. And that kind of got me a lot in touch about myself. Good. And why'd you stop going to that? Oh, because I didn't, you know, sometimes you move on. And at that point, we actually all moved on. <laughs> mm. And I haven't really had any time to go to any self-help groups any longer. I mean, I, I don't know whether it was a crisis at the time, but I thought that was at that point, that's what I needed. What about going, getting some individual therapy? Uh, well, the thing is that, I mean, it, it, I'm not going to say it doesn't, it wouldn't help. But I would, I mean, we would discuss the problem I mean, it's not even a problem. I mean, we're ready to All right. She, put that thing on uh, vibrate, would you? <laughs> and then pass it over here. Uh, <laughs> along with the, you, you get the Drew's beeper and the busty issue, and you got a weekend going. Forget it. All right. What do you guys think? Uh, first off, Anita. Yes. You're, you're not really clearly defining your question, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to guess on this one. All right. We are going to tell you how to go out and, and meet yourself a man. Is that what you're asking for? No, I... All right. Well, look, I've had enough of Anita. I really have. What is the damn question? You want to know how to have sex? You want to know where to meet a man? You want to know how to start a relationship? Every time I ask her one of these, no. She wants to know how to deal with some feelings she's having, and she can't tell us what feeling it is. All right. Four years has been... Tr the trust thing, I think, is as far as... It's close to her telling us what she was having a problem with. All right. Here, so how do you learn how to trust people? Here's my take. 
the fact that she did not rush out of her last abusive relationship right into the arms of another abuser says that there's been some healing. Yes, absolutely. That there's some degree of sanity. Yes, that she's improved. Right. And now her goal is to go out and get laid before the hot flashes no, start. Now she wants to have a more more <laughs> functional relationship, but she doesn't trust other people, and she probably appropriately doesn't trust herself to find a good person. All right, but she she took four years off. That was a huge step in the right direction, and you just slowly work your way out into a civilization. So, so very slowly get involved in relationships, date a bunch, meet a lot of people. Right, get involved slowly. The guys. <laughs> And probably the guys that she wants to be with the most don't go there. Right. And and, and this I just came up with a good idea. What they should have is you you know, people that have a history of bad relationships should just have a um like a uh, like a little liaison. They should well no, that's good too. <laughs> but uh go out with somebody who's sane, go to a singles bar and have them sort of go, uh, no, no, no. No, no, not right, not right. Ah, this guy. Well, this not, guy's good. And you could call that person your friend. Oh, really? I mean, friends well, sure. should you, be you, able you to would do talk that. and eventually become friends. Right. You're right. So why not just well, what do you call find the a friend and allow, help that friend help you make good choice? When somebody's stuck in a cult, and what, what do you call that group, that group of people that grab that person, take them out? Intervention. And, like, intervention and some that's type of the, intervention. Uh, that's what she needs is like, you need to get like 100 guys, very trustworthy, sensitive guys in a room, and you need somebody needs to drag her in there and, just, <laughs> and have her mingle with those guys for it. For a couple of days. That's what you need to do. Right, and, and a video camera. And a video camera. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably hidden. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've gone long enough without uh, hearing something uh, from the verve pipe uh, off of villains. And um, do we want to set up uh, the freshman or just want to give it a listen? The song speaks for itself, Adam. All right, here it is. <laughs> Freshman off of uh, Villains from the Verve Pipe. Great group. I really do like you Thank guys. Thank you. We like you too. Uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I don't, you know, I, I like a lot of the guests we have, uh, a lot of bands we have. Uh, I, I like them all as human beings, but I don't necessarily like every group that comes in here uh, musically. But I really enjoy you guys. Uh, very, uh, uh, you run the gamut. You know how to rock, and you know how to roll. 
I mean, uh, <laughs> or stroll or strut or something. Yes, a very talented uh, group, this uh, Verve Pipe. Seth, 15. Oh, hi. Um, I have a couple of uh, comments and a question. Um, Shoot. Uh, the other night you were talking about how men have to work um, oh, a lot. Christ, this again. Was I here? No. Yes. Um, I uh, was just going to back you up on that, Adam. Oh, really? Um, I experienced that pretty much uh, my father. He was out of work for quite some time, and he was really, really depressed about it. Yes. I, I, I made the statement that I think men have to work uh, from a biological standpoint, that it, it is in a man's genes uh, that he that he must work and that women like to work and that a lot of women have to work but i would say if you had to say who needs to work more from just a purely biological standpoint i mean who can stay home and not slide into depression faster when they're not working i think men would get the nod yeah. and naturally someone called in and uh, disagreed with me because um there were yeah, morons I, that, and I was really disagreeing with that in in my mind it was really a no, something that didn't make any sense whatsoever. To All right, what's your question, sir? Um, I have got um, some strange little um, bumps on the head of my penis. And they've been there for a long time? Uh, about three months. Are they symmetric? Do they go all the way around? Uh, no, they are just right um, in front. Uh, <laughs> does, does, it, does it look like Orion the Hunter? <laughs> no. No. Okay, because there's something to that. Are you sexually active? Um, I have had um, oral sex before. All right. We'll have to... It's quite limber, this set. We'll have to get to this. Uh, yes, we, we, we must go to break. And uh, there will be the changing of the guard. Pick back up with Seth. And oh, finally, we get a good question, and now we got to get the other All right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. No, 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 no screw the other guys. No, screw them. No, no, that's no. Fine. We'll finish up with Let Seth, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do the switch. And when you, we, you guys should sing. Let's not do it at twelve. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it right when we come back. Okay. okay. We got to rehearse. Though. All right. We rehearse right now. Good. You got three and a half minutes. Uh, Seth, we will get back to you, and we'll be back with some uh, live acapella verve pipe. I began to float up and wave my body. Uh, lady, you better get down here. If you're not here when love lines returns, they're gonna be. Yeah. Float. Well, on a brighter note, commercial break. You might wish to uh, stay on and listen. It was a place where everything was legal. I met this woman. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional help. Don't even think about moving. Loveline will be right back. Thank you for joining us on the air. My pleasure. On Q101. HelioCare, it's a little pill that you take that actually works like a sunscreen. It actually helps prevent this which is a smart way to go because uh, you don't want to get the cancer you don't have to walk around that big umbrella over your head and as we just <laughs> figured out the sunscreen alone ain't working uh, it ain't working by itself daily use as a dietary supplement you take it it's like a multivitamin it's an antioxidant it uh, helps your skin protect itself year-round Thousands of dermatologists uh, want the samples of the HelioCare for their patients, and uh, why wouldn't they? It's, a, it's perfect timing. It's as if I uh, told Allison to do that story, but there was but no, no interaction here. Uh, you can buy a two-month supply of HelioCare at uh, Walgreens and uh, Rite Aid, and uh, you just go to the vitamin aisle. Just uh, look for the yellow and black box. Check them out. HelioCare. 
dot com. Okay, the show is Loveline. The guest is the Verve Five. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew, and we'll be back in ten seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. Loveline on Q101, WKQX Chicago. All right, uh, the Verve Pipe is now uh, represented in full force. Brad and Brian have uh, been joined by Doug, AJ, and Donnie. And uh, as promised, we're going to get a little uh, acapella Verve Pipe. And uh, let me just uh, set this up for a second. Uh, this is a band that doesn't need instruments. Instruments are just a plus for these guys. They could probably uh, sell out the Coliseum. Uh, just uh, they, they wouldn't even have to show up. They could literally just sing from the. They could just have it mic'd in from the bus. They really could. They're 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 that uh, talented a uh, group, and uh, they're going to do a little acapella for us uh, now. Do we uh, do we need to know the song, or do we just want to get right I, into it? I think it? it pertains to what what the what the show's about. So we thought we'd uh, put this together. Of course, there's five members of us, and one member doesn't actually uh, sing. So right. He'll be drinking his coffee while we're singing. So here we go. Okay, Doug is going to be on uh, lead Sanka. <laughs> lead Sanka. <laughs> okay. Sure. The Verve Pipe. All right, ready? Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Mother told me, yes, yeah, she told me, I'd meet girls like you. <laughs> she also told me, stay away, you'll never know what you'll catch. Just the other day I heard of a soldier's falling off Some Indonesian jump that's going wrong Mama's alright, your daddy's alright They just seem a little weird Surrender Don't give yourself away Hey, hey <laughs> That's it, <laughs> that reverb Yeah, we didn't have time to learn something Oh, that was excellent Thank you, thank you All right Oh, that was uh, Now, that would not be found on uh, the Verve Pipe's uh, latest CD live at Budokan But <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brian and uh, Brad, uh, don't let the uh, door hit you on the ass on the way out. That was excellent. And uh, if you guys want to do a uh, another another number at any point in the show, uh, please uh, tell Ann and we'll discuss it. No, we, we, of course uh, we would be uh, uh, just uh, please this punch to hear it again. Now, Drew, shut that door behind you, please. All right, so uh, Donnie, <coughs> AJ, and Doug. Doug, wonderful job on uh, the uh, on the coffee there. Thank you. The uh, they were all coffee except for the middle one. That was uh, <laughs> that was Doug uh, pleasuring the host. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, you guys know how the show goes. Yeah, we've talked enough about the band. Uh, we will play something else uh, off the uh, Villains uh, CD as we go, but uh, now it's uh, back to the calls. Now, when we left off, 
who are we talking to? Seth, I'm four there. Ah, okay. We're still going to talk to Seth? We didn't really get to Seth's problem, did uh, we? Yeah, he had some bumps on his penis. Had bumps on his penis. Yeah, yeah. What, what is up with that, Drew? I think it's the pearly penile papules. Really? Yeah. Does that happen? But we always get that call, but not at the end of the penis. No, they can occur there, too. Maybe that's a really short penis. They usually and it's, it's a circumferential. They usually go all the way around, though. Ah, I think I, 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 think I rented that circumferential. Yeah. Seth. Uh-huh. You have the bumps on the penis. Um, yeah, right below the head whenever you pull back the foreskin. And it's all it's not all the way around? No, it's just right there on the front. Are you picturing this? <laughs> I'm trying really hard not to picture Seth's penis, but yes, I am envisioning <laughs> Seth's penis. Well they aren't really that big. They're just like barely they're they're noticeable to the touch and everything. Seth not to change the subject or anything, but what color hair do you have? I'm I'm trying to envision this also. Do what? What color hair do you have? Black. How tall are you? Uh, about five, six. Okay. Likes and dislikes? <laughs> Turn well, on. It, it's probably the pearly penile papules. The, the only other thing that it would be of concern that it could possibly be would be genital warts. And those look like warts. They look like small little warts. And that's really not what you're describing. No, uh, they, they aren't big enough to be warts. Well, warts can be very tiny. Uh, and certain... It's funny, different strains of the wart virus create different kind of warts and different potential for, for problems, particularly with women, where the risk for cervical cancer can go up depending on the strain of wart virus you have. Mm-hmm. So if you're worried about it and have somebody look at it, I suspect it is just the normal phenomenon of the pearly penile papule. But you've only had uh, oral sex. No, no coitus. No coitus. But you've had the bloatus? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wasn't think- he a Popeye character? <laughs> <laughs> I speak Latin as well. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I love your Korean today. That was awesome. I was about ready to have a dialogue with her. <laughs> Believe me, I, I worked as a houseboy in the Korean embassy for many years before I got my start on radio. Ah. Yeah. Yes, I was the uh, voice of uh, Saigon. Is that in Korean? No. No. Siam? No. Cincinnati? Seoul. Seoul. Yes, Easy. thank you. Thank you. Well, Bangkok. No. William. Yes, sir. 23, you're on Loveline. Yes, I am. Uh, first, I have to preface this by saying I wish I could hear your radio show here in Spokane, but I can't yet. Hopefully, they'll get it here. All I can see is on MTV. All right. Well, how'd you get the number? Uh, MTV actually gave it to me. They told me that my story was a little too involved for the TV show, even though they thought it was interesting. That's so they nice. They they get, very good. Very good. You're here. You're here. All right. Yes, I'm here. Okay. I got a little lead into my story. Hopefully, I'll keep it as short as I can. Uh, what happened, uh, last summer, the end of summer, my now, of course, ex-girlfriend stabbed me and put me in the hospital for five days and practically killed me. Was she prone to violence before this? Uh, I found out, uh, after the fact that, yes, she was. All right. How long have you been <laughs> After he was stabbed, he found out that she was prone to violence. You mean you found out she had a history of violence? Yes, I, I found out she had a prior history of violence. And how long were you with her? Uh, 11 months. And what was that relationship like? Uh, up until then, actually, it was wonderful. Did she? Uh, did she get? You'll excuse the expression. Did she become nuts? Did she get crazy? Think you were somebody else? And no, she act, didn't think I was anybody else. Did she act terribly irrationally and not make any sense at all? Um, or was it the out? Was it the culmination of some kind of argument you guys were having? Actually, we weren't. Well, we were in a we were in a disagreement. What happened is uh, she started spending time with her brother and his friends. She wasn't cheating on me or anything, but she just wasn't around. She doing drugs? No. She 
she wasn't on drugs. Well, I gotta say, it's refreshing to hear about stabbing, uh, sober stabbings. It, it really is. In this day and age of people getting hopped up and going out and doing foolish things, I, I think it's refreshing to hear about someone who's stone cold sober wielding a knife. It's almost a bit and what happened yes. is I just told her that maybe she should go away for uh, you know a few days and sort out exactly what her priorities were and whether or not I was still a part of that because I didn't feel as though I was. Because she'd been a, a, away from you so much. Yeah, because, I mean, she right. w she would go to work, but then she'd be with her brother and his right. friends until right. 5 o'clock in the that, morning. To totally appropriate. And uh, By the way, she was doing drugs. Anybody else disagree with me? No. Yeah. Yeah, no, listen, anything that goes on, unless you're a, a farmer or you have a, a morning gig in radio, you don't stay up till 5. That's it. You have to do drugs, not because of the hour, just because of what's on TV <laughs> at that time. You really need to be high to watch TV past, like, 2.30 in the morning. So I'm, we're already speculating that stimulants are involved here. And that I mean, you, 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 you gentlemen may very well be right uh, because she had done, done drugs before me. Okay, people don't have done drugs unless they're in some kind of recovery. They continue to do drugs. Wait a minute, I've done drugs. No, but I mean, he, he sounds like he, she was involved with drugs. Oh, okay. I mean, and uh, and if, she, if she's doing stimulants, people that do stimulants are prone to violence. Okay. And they really are. And the, the violence is not even worth trying to figure out why they do it because it's a biological event. It just happens. They get violent. Right. Well, now we lead to my question. All right. Uh, the situation is this. I've seen her once at her uh, at an arraignment hearing uh, since this thing happened. And obviously I haven't talked to her and have no wish to talk to her. The thing is the thing is that it's happened the, the end of July last year, um, whatever it is now, seven months later, something like that. <laughs> um, and your question. Yeah, I, I can see why the TV people made short work of you, Willie. Yeah. Uh, Let's take this bozo and palm him off on the radio. Those morons will take it. Yeah, my apologies. All right, well, William, I want to backtrack for one second. Oh, okay. Where were you stabbed? In the back. Oh, really? She grabbed me by the shoulder and said, I'm going to kill you, your mother, you know what. Right. And stabbed me. Tried to. And the what? knife went about four and a half inches in. I had a collapsed lung in the whole business. Oh, we're very lucky. Yeah. And uh, what? Uh, and listen, I'm, I just had this thought, but I was thinking, you know, when God uh, created man and he put the rib cage in to protect the vital organs and whatnot, I don't think he counted on, you know, knives and, 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 and assault rifles and whatnot. And I'm thinking, as we evolve as humans, shouldn't we uh, also evolve from a skeletal standpoint, like some sort of, uh, I don't know, Kevlar mix coming into the human skin or something. People are not, they're too weak for today's environment. If you think about it, between, between motorcycles and cars and everyone wielding a gun and crazy girlfriends with knives, we, we, we really forget about this old, uh, you Amphibians know. Amphibians learned how to walk. Absolutely. And this is this what I'm saying. Right. We should be evolving. We should right. have, like, a, a right. skulls that are six <laughs> inches thick. We should have armor plating. Oh, skin. Not to mention this whole snowboarding and all this. Kids are getting killed doing this. All right, uh, William. Yeah, this all, right. Worth our time. Yeah. all right, Drew, please. Adam, please. Okay. Okay. What I want to know is that I have opportunities for more uh, for to pursue romantic relationships. I am interested at this point, but I'm being very reluctant, waiting for this trial and whatnot to be over. And Why? I, I, what are you reluctant I think about? I'm waiting for some sense of closure, and I'm not sure if that's really right. And I'm wanting to know. If, uh, I think when she put a knife in your back, that pretty, pretty much closed yeah. things. Yeah, I, I think 
I think uh, now it's about... But you know what I mean, where I want to see the punishment reciprocated on her, and once I find out what's going to happen with that, then it's then I feel like that big weight's going to be lifted, and then I can go pursue these things. If that's what you need to do, that's what you need to do. I would wish not for you. Uh, I think if there's any trust issues that you should really take note of, it would be to trust whether or not you should trust yourself to pick somebody sane in your next relationship. It's It's William that needs to make some changes, so that he then is able to go out and make better judgments about the relationships he conducts in the future. All right, I, I have no idea what you're saying, but I was thinking about this. Can you picture William in his next relationship? What happened? <laughs> you know, you always have that conversation where you talk about the old flames. Yeah. And William going, I back. gave her the best years of my life, and this bitch stabbed me in the back. And the, the new girl going, really? What'd she do? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> she put a shiv in my lung. I'm, I'm serious. She stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Just don't take it to a steakhouse. <laughs> no, but uh, look, let's 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 make sure we've given William some closure here too. All right, anyone had a punctured lung, we can spend an extra thirty seconds yeah. on. The deal is, William has got problems with whom he chooses to be in relationship with. Yes. If there's any trust issues, he should be careful about how he trusts himself and his own judgment. It's not about women; it's about him. Right. There are plenty of trustworthy women out there. He has to just be careful to find one. Right. His compass is a little screwed up. Yeah. Jason, twenty-seven. Adam, mahalo. Hey, mahalo. Oh, by the way, what? You, you, there's a there's a franchise for you, Adam. Really? They mahalo exists. You know that they say aloha on everything, right? You can buy a thousand products, say Hawaii or aloha on it. I looked everywhere for someone said mahalo on it for you. Nothing. Nothing except the trash cans in, in everywhere that's uh, sort of uh, utility Drew just oriented. Got back from Hawaii, by the way, and yeah. you couldn't have brought me home a trash can. I, I I thought about it. All right, but all all the performers and everything say thank you and mahalo. Everybody right? says thank you, mahalo, but it doesn't say it. It's not printed on any T-shirts or anything. All right. Well, I'll get the boys at the uh, silk screening there lab uh, to, work, uh, to work on that immediately, Drew. Thank you. Jason? Uh, good evening, Dr. Drew, Doug, AJ, Donnie. Hey. Dr. Drew, Hello. I was curious. Hello. Jason? We, yeah. uh, me and my girlfriend have been uh, seeing each other for about six months, and we have... In the past two, maybe two and a half of that, have become pretty involved uh, physically. Well, upon uh, providing her with cunnilingus, okay, initially it was her orgasm was very rich. It was very, it was thick. I mean, there were some like heavy drips. There's a nougaty. <laughs> Without the nut, yeah. Right. A little orange peel. Well, uh, yes, the nut was was not there, but it was in the vicinity. <laughs> All right, so uh, nougat without the nut. All right. And, uh, well, after continuously doing this, the it has become thinner and thinner, and almost to the point of transparency as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. That's so a viscosity breakdown is what that is. Oh, well. My point is... is it seems to have uh, went that initial climax. She, I mean, she was she was screaming hard enough to get the paint to peel off the walls. If I were to hold off for about three weeks, or maybe even a month, would I be able to achieve that same uh, consistency of her orgasm? How do you rediscover the nougat after the nougat is gone? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, you know, this is the. Uh... You know. Is that normal? Oh, why are you asking, Drew? <laughs> you think it's a dietary thing? I don't. I don't think it's a medical thing. So I really am not the person to ask about this. But you guys go down on a lot of women, right? Oh, every single chance we All get. All the time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wipe your mouth. And uh, <laughs> seriously, what do you think, Donnie? Uh, 
Have you ever experienced this with a woman? The viscosity change this way? Actually, no. You know, um, uh, I'm quite sloppy, so uh, I don't really notice uh, the matter of uh, of a woman's ejaculation of any kind. Right. It could be. It could it, be it, you. It could be me, and, and the fact that this hair on my chin just gathering moss, you know, and everything else. It really looks like a, a Asian woman's vagina. I, I really got to be honest with you. It really does. You can see him when he stands on his head. Uh, oh, jeez, that'd be huge. <laughs> Couple of beers, uh, it's a long night out on the road. That's right. Come on, Donnie, do the handstand. Come out just once more. All right. So anybody, uh, we haven't heard of this. I right. certainly haven't. Hey, we'll follow up question real quick for the verb pipe, and this is going to sound pretty generic. Where'd you come up with this name? Uh, actually, our our old guitarist came up with it, and uh, it doesn't mean a thing. And uh, we actually, asked him... we were going to call the band the Happy Plumbers, but it was already taken, so <laughs> it's, it's just a deviation. There's, uh, okay. No. Means nothing. No. Doesn't mean anything. No. The mm -hmm. Verve is like energy, or is like zest yeah. and verve, and uh, pipe is, of course, uh, an apparatus. <laughs> Todd, seventeen, you're on Love Line. Hey guys, what's up? Good. Hey, uh, uh, hey, hold on, Drew. Can I pull you away from your studies long enough to join the show? Or I'm here. Uh, yeah, sorry. What are you looking up now, Drew? Nothing. What are right. you looking at? <laughs> really? Do you have anything to say or not? Yeah, I not, do. That's you, Drew. No, 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 no. All right, well, get away from the mic then. Jeez, he, he pulls the book open, he leans in like he's about ready to do something, and then nothing happens. I, I'm listening to Todd. <laughs> All right. You Hello. know what I'm talking about. Todd. Okay, here's the deal. I uh, introduced my best friend to this really good-looking chick. There's also a friend of mine. And uh, they hit it off, and so now they're together. And uh, this is the first time he's really fallen for a chick. You know, he's like one of those guys with a lot of girls. He never really falls for one. So now he, like, they've been together for about two weeks. And uh, this weekend we were hanging out, and she told me that she was going to break up with him. And I asked her why. She said it's because she likes some other guy. And uh, yesterday I found out that that some other guy was me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that would be uh, no problem except for that I've kind of developed feelings for her too. Why'd you set them up in the first place? No, we were just good friends. And I thought he'd like her. You and the girl were good friends? Yeah. Would you have liked to have gone out with a girl if you thought you had a chance? No, not then. But really? But we started hanging out more, the, the, you know, just a group of friends. Is it just, is it because he became so into her that all of a sudden she became attractive to you? No, uh, I don't think it was that. It's just I've gotten to know her better since they've been together. Hmm. Because it's it's suspect. Very suspect. suspect yeah. Very suspect. Usually guys learn to loathe women after they get to know them as people. <laughs> no, she's a cool chick, man. Okay. All right, and you want to know what to do? Yeah, well, I, see, I don't want to screw, I don't want to screw him over, you know. He's right. Different. So, you I want, you want me to screw him over? Well, if you want. Okay. Well, maybe we'll give him a call. Uh, I'm thinking no. He has a pretty mean mom. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, I'll handle her, Todd. But, but here's the deal. I was let me let me give you my idea. See what you think. I was thinking maybe I'd go ahead and tell her, you know, that I I like her and I feel the same way about her. Bye. But you know, could we cool it and keep this all secret for like two or three weeks? <laughs> and then I can then I can tell him, you know, and see if it's cool with him. Just translation: three weeks and seventeen year old time is like three. seven months. Really is. All right, so Todd and and they meanwhile they break up and you guys lay low for a while. Yeah, and she's gonna break up with him. We'll lay low. Right. Then I'll tell him, you know, is it cool if I go out with your ex girlfriend? Right. Yes, everything's cool. Right. Right. All right. That is diabolical. That is ingenious. But you'll never pull it off. 
you'll, you, your first uh, boner, you're going to r- go running over to her house. This guy's going to come walking in in the middle of it, and you guys uh, will come to blows, and uh, someone's going to get uh, lung punched. Blows? That, and, right, and he could ask his friend six months from now if he could date her, and he'll still be no. Absolutely not. Yes, I still won't let uh, any of my friends go out with anybody I've ever went out with or fantasized about. Since you were nine. <laughs> Since I was nine. Yeah. That includes uh, most of the population of North America, including many celebrities. <laughs> the likes of? And I'm talking male and female. Yeah. All right. Uh, Adrian Barbeau, just off the top of my head. All right. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll uh, talk to more AJ, Doug, and Donnie from the Verve Pipe. And uh, we'll hear something else and uh, possibly another acapella song. It doesn't have to be anything know. brilliant. You need more coffee. You need more coffee. Okay, we'll get that. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com, find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for, then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Back with H.A., Doug, and Donnie, the uh, other half, or two-thirds, uh, oh, wait a minute, three-fifths of the uh, Verve pipe. You flunked fractions, didn't you? Uh, let, let, me, let me explain something about my, uh, me in uh, high school and math. I never took algebra. I was placed in high school math. Uh, this was uh, my third year of college. No, I was <laughs> placed in high school math and high school and never made it out. Uh, I mean, other people, people take like... Uh, Algebra in like the sixth and seventh grade now, don't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Never had algebra. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Everyone can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I never I, came I, up I've once. I've spoken to people who really don't believe that you could properly conceptualize reality unless you you studied calculus. All right, those are those are your those are your friends who uh, believe me. Your friends who uh, drink half a beer and then vomit on their dates. Please, please, Drew. It's a real man. <laughs> I've seen your friends, Drew. Please, Drew's the cool one. Believe me. Uh, we got to get that class picture in here. All right. Uh, did we leave off anywhere? Am I forgetting anything? I don't know. Okay, screw them. Greg, 23, you're on Love Line. Yeah, how you doing? Good. Good. Uh, I got a couple questions for uh, Dr. Drew and yourself, I guess. 
All right. Uh, well, my girlfriend has just been diagnosed with herpes. Mm. And uh, I've been with her for quite a while. Genital herpes. Genital herpes. And uh, I've been with her for quite a while. And uh, I don't believe that I, I have them myself. I mean, I, I, I went to the library and I read up on it and all that. And uh, I think I'd know it if I had it. Um, Not necessarily, by the way. It can be very mild in there, but go ahead. See that, well, that was that was my first question: is is it possible for me to get to not ha to have it and not know it? Yes, it's possible. Not terribly likely, but it's possible. So I should go and get a, a test, a blood test, or a urine test, something. Uh, you cannot have you cannot really, to my estimation, accurately diagnose it unless you have a lesion and then have the virus cultured out of the lesion. That huh. is how you diagnose herpes. Why? What? What did you? What they do for your girlfriend? Uh, well, they they gave her a prescription drug. No, no. How did they diagnose it? Um, they took a culture. Well, they 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 looked at it. The, the culture hasn't come back yet. They looked at it, and the doctor. You, you really can't a diagnosis without a culture, okay? It it's pretty positive. <laughs> Drew, can't a trained eye yes. look at this? Yes, absolutely. Well, it was. That's the other way. Well, it was trained. It wasn't one of your buddies just no, looking no, at no, her in the crotch, was it? All right. Yeah, he looked at it. Seen, said, she was seen by a doctor, and uh, it's a very hard diagnosis to make, though, because okay, a lot of other things can look like that. But go ahead. All right. Well, I'm I'm going on the assumption that she has it. All right. So I guess we're supposed to wait a couple more days. I'm pretty worried about it for myself because um, I don't know how it spread. Contact. Is, is it just sexual contact? Any contact. You can, you can get a terrible eye infection. You can obviously go to your mouth. All right, but if you're touching someone's genitalia. Theoretically, you're involved with sex. Yeah, right. Okay, well, how about her touching her genitalia and, like, touching me next? Yep. But, but unlikely, though, isn't uh, it, Drew? No, if you have active lesions, it is highly contagious. So, yeah, but how does it then get into you? I mean, let's say she um, scratches herself or something when she has an active lesion. Right. And then she shakes hands. Uh, no, with no, you. no, 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 no. Or say... She'd say, have to uh, put her hand in your eye or something, right? right? She right. has active lesions right. and uh, she's, you know, has her underwear on or whatever and I'm sleeping with her. No, nothing's going to happen. All right. And it touches my leg or... Don't worry about that. Nothing. No, no. So it has to... I, it actually has to touch either my mouth or... I have well, it can, oh, it can go to... Any, just quarantine her. Yeah, it can go to any skin surface. <laughs> Actually, poke your penis through the uh, plastic on the side of the corn. But it's much, a week. much more likely <laughs> for a transmission to occur if it hits what's called a mucosal surface, the mouth. Okay. Here's what I would do, by the way, Greg. Do you like this girl? A lot. Dive in. Take the herpes challenge. Just jump right in there. Just uh, get naked and rub yourself on every infected part of her body. That's Show that, her you love her. That is Valentine's me. is coming up. It really is. This is scaring me. Forget about the flowers this year. That is the ultimate act of love. Could you imagine how flattered a woman would be if Total you said, commitment. yes, please, honey, come here and bring the lesion. Okay. <laughs> well, then I guess that answers my next question. And uh, also, is, uh, is there a cure? No, there are treatments. I mean, there's now three... Good antiviral drugs for this: uh, Famvir, Valtrex, and Zovirax. And That's what the Vamvir is. What they prescribe yeah. her. Famvir is probably the easiest to take, and it works very well. And it will shorten the duration of the initial outbreak, which is usually more intense than the subsequent recurrences. And the recurrences can be, again, shortened, and the numbers of recurrences can be diminished. All right. Then, Drew, you think everyone has the happies, right? It's very common. Very common. All right. So that always makes me think you have it. You know. <laughs> you know. It really does. Very common. Okay. Warts are very common too. Right. In yeah. fact, they're more, way more common. You have an outbreak now. Okay. <laughs> right. Anyone have the happies? Hey, uh, anyone? Anyone else? <laughs> Donnie? No. no? I got a clean bill of health. Really? Yeah, I just went and got checked out. Really? 
Yeah, I thought I had, you had to have had a happy to Sabina group. No no, 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 no. Everything good. All right. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Tammy. Hi. 20, you're on Loveline. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. Good, good thing to buy. Um, my question is, three years ago, I was raped, and I had a kid from it. Mm. And she lives at home with me, you know, and it's great, and I love how, it. How very courageous for you <laughs> to have... Yes. Really? I mean, because the people... I don't know if Tammy thought this through, but people who are anti-abortion believe that the children that are conceived out of a rape are innocent bystanders of the violent act. Yeah. That they didn't ask to be conceived. They and to, to to terminate the pregnancy. Right. It has nothing to do with the the. the I rape. am uh, it, the the uh, risk of sounding uh, insensitive. No, I, don't worry. I, I love how you are. So. Oh, you do. Yeah. All right. Listen, ho. No, <laughs> I was just testing you. Uh, I can't imagine having an orgasm while I'm raping somebody. I mean, I know it's a sexual turn-on, and I don't know if uh, Tammy was struggling or kicking or yelling or biting or whatever was going on, but the point is this. I have to focus like the ninja to have an orgasm. I swear to God, the neighbor goes walking in the apartment above me, and I, that, that's it. No, I walk away. You know what I mean? Like the weightlifters Definitely, when they give yeah. that, huh, and then they, no. They drop it and they walk. A little flopping around is good, but too much. It's I couldn't imagine tr trying to have sex with someone who didn't want to have. Well, most uh, all right. Most of them don't want to have sex, but who are actually putting a fight <laughs> up with me. I could never have the orgasm. I can't imagine how how you really have to have a demented mind because that means you're turned on by the act they, of rape. Right. Pretty much, he was pretty damn demented. I'd have to say. Where, where? Who was this guy? Um, he was a friend of my brother's. Wow. And what? It's like the whole story is like really strange because I never told my family I was pregnant at mm. all. Mm. And mm. I came home one day and my water had broken. I was like, they just thought I was getting fat or something. My mom's all, you need to go on a diet. That's oh my god. And um, I went to counseling like afterwards, you know, to deal with like having my daughter and stuff because it was really really hard for me to like stay in school and have her and all that. How, how did you stuff. make that decision to have the child? It's just, I, I think that's a terribly courageous decision. <laughs> was, was it one you thought out or you just didn't um, know any better? I mean, I was, like, the whole time I was pregnant, I just denied the whole thing. Right, right, like, right. I was like, no, this is just a really, really bad dream and right. it's not going to happen. Right. And then all of a sudden, reality just slapped me in the head one day and I was like, you know, God, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then, like, now it's like, it was like three years ago when it happened, and now I'm just, I feel like I'm not like scared of guys, but I'm rather more like cynical, and I'm just like, I'm not like rude, but I'm more like, you know, if I don't need your crap, just get the hell away from me kind of thing. Uh, we would call Tammy a, a mature and realistic young lady. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We should all learn not to trust. Yeah, but see, and that's what I'm If I can get any message across to the kids, I think that would be it. Learn not Don't to trust. trust anybody. Yes. Be bitter and cynical. <laughs> so I'm normal? Well, listen, obviously you have a child. You'd like to uh, have a father for that child at some point, and you'd like to get on with your life well, and relationships. To the extent that it impairs your ability to connect with guys that you actually would like to have a connection with, then yeah. it is a problem because that's you probably push all guys away no matter what. See, I know, and it's like, it's really hard because I know that there's men out there that are just like, oh, God, that girl has a kid, you know, you know, and those are the kinds that I don't want to be around. Right. And I don't want to put myself into a situation where I'm scared of my child more than, you know, I'd want to be with somebody, and that's so wrong. But it's like, 
at the same time, I'm, I'm just, like, worried that I'm just going to become, like, this heartless little wench for the rest of my life, you know, and just be, like, become a little snail and a slug or something like that. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't understand if I'm, like, normal or... Well, look, here's so the... Uh, Tammy. Yeah. We got to go to break, but let me just tell you this. Cool. Um, you had something uh, terribly traumatic happen to you, and, and you have to sort that out. Yeah. Uh, one cannot uh, get raped in, in any form of the word rape. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean someone forces sex on you. I'm just, in the broadest term, when somebody violates. rapes you, somebody violates you, you have to work out this issue. Otherwise, it's going to affect every relationship you have from that point on. You can, you can put it aside and work around it for a little while, but eventually it's going to come out, and it usually comes out with a little interest because it has been not taken care of. And it tends to stagnate, fester, and fester, and it, it comes out even worse than it than than it was when it started. And that's why it's important, by the way, that when uh, things happen to you, for you to get on them at that point and not waste but years and did. years and years. She did. She had some care treatment. She said she did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay. The point is, is uh, you need to work through this, and then you know this was an incident. It happened. You can get past it. You love your child, and yeah. you can have good and caring relationships. You, you don't get the sense that Tammy is chronically having problems with her relationship. You know, you get, you, no. you get, you get that I don't think she's going to make a life uh, right. out of that. You get the sense that she's angry and hostile and cynical and having having difficulty with these things. But right, uh, but uh, hey, but I'm the same way. Right, right. Yeah. that's the point. I mean, there is a certain amount of reality in those sorts of attitudes, mm -hmm. and what she needs to do is to put herself out there slowly, systematically. And be somewhat vulnerable, but continue to be careful and guarded, and make very, very careful choices with whom you choose to be vulnerable. Uh, another part of my and master plan. Bro. She'll eventually connect with somebody. We need to create somebody, somewhere, somebody between a man and a woman. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't know if it's a hermaphrodite or what it is, but we have a lot of women that have been screwed over by guys. They want to get back into the dating arena, but they don't want to jump right in with a man. So we need a fresh piece. On their hand, they're not a lesbian. So there's someone that I'm thinking, off the top of my head, maybe Richard Simmons. I, <laughs> technically, there's a penis there, but that's as far as it goes. But would you really want to use that as a prototype? <laughs> well, we, uh, we won't. Uh, no, okay. he's a little annoying. Right. We'd right. have to uh, cross him with a mute or something. <laughs> and Because otherwise you're getting into Charles Nelson Riley land. Ho, ho! All right, we'll be back. Well, we live in a time of new technologies, and with every technology comes new needs to protect yourself. I mean, when we had developed the automobile, insurance came along with it, the need to replace tires. Well, now we have the Internet, and we do everything electronically, which is precisely why I have LifeLock Ultimate Identity Theft Protection. We live in a world where everything, bank records, all connected, sometimes even stored in a cloud. But make no mistake about it, identity thieves are smart, and they are professionals, and they know what they're up to. Not even the police can stop these guys. Sooner or later, some restaurant computer could be hacked, and your personal information, account numbers, even your password, even your social security number could be there. The genius of LifeLock Ultimate is that if some crook tries to use the info on LifeLock Network, LifeLock is on it, relentlessly protecting your name. 
Look, you don't need to change your life. You just need to protect yourself with LifeLock Ultimate. Visit LifeLock.com. Enter the promo code ADAM, A-D-A-M, to save 10% on your LifeLock Ultimate membership. That's promo code ADAM at LifeLock.com to get the special 10% discount. Yes, thank you, Drew. Uh, we're here with uh, the Verve Pipe, and um, Villains is the name of the CD. We have uh, AJ, Doug, and Donnie in here. We had uh, Brian and Brad in here a little bit earlier, and we we're going to hear a little something else off of uh, Villains. Uh-huh. Was there a song called Villains on uh, right. Villains? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I was a little bit uh, confused. All right. You want to say anything about it? Forget it. Let's yeah. just listen to just, it. Let's listen to it. I, I, you know, this is weird uh, radio etiquette. You know, I I, <laughs> I sat with the uh, program director uh, many months ago, and he said, listen, when you go into a song, you talk to the band about the song. What's the inspiration behind the music? Yeah. And usually you have some stone drummer who goes, uh, I wasn't in the band. <laughs> <laughs> I was know. sick that day. Yeah, that's, a, that's oh. a cover for your Ryan Heap song, so whatever they were thinking. But... <laughs> And they, but they always said, you know, hey, you should ask the band. And every time we tried it, they sit there and they go, oh, <laughs> so good. I'm not asking anymore. Here it is, villains. off of villains by the verve pipe and uh just guys just uh, you know don't forget don't forget about the uh you know the guys who gave, gave you the big break early on in the career that's all never ever that's all i'm saying never ever because uh, too nice to us i, I really love this band and and uh you know what i like about them um half the bands out these days just sound like they're doing it you know uh, well we're doing a green day imitation or they're you know they pick their nirvana whoever it is they pick it and then they do their best job to sound about about as close as they can to it and it doesn't mean it's bad necessarily some of them do a good job but verpipe very unique couldn't uh, say they sound like anybody else mm. thanks thank you that's 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 quite a compliment thank very you much so. and yeah. believe me i see a lot of bands fellas <laughs> you guys star quality yeah they sound like our our famous Program director, here. right? Who uh, you know called? What? You're going to write the liner notes for us. No, he called us right. into the studio. Called us into a, a viewing room. Says, "You've got to see this band. These guys are stars. They're huge." Oh, yeah, this guy's very big in the in the business over at K Rock, and he called us in and sat me true down and uh, forced us to watch one of your videos. <laughs> Hope it didn't hurt. Drew and I walked out like I was having some sort of uh, clockwork orange brainwashing <laughs> thing. I said, "Drew said, uh, these guys actually, yes. <laughs> All right, let's get on board.'" I know to kiss up to early on. All right, so just uh, don't forget who was on board uh, for uh, one of the first on board. Rachel. Hi. Hey, you're 20. You're on Love Line. Yeah. I have two questions for the verse type. Okay. All right. Okay. I was wondering when they're going to play for me in Orange County again. 
Oh. Because I saw you guys at the Coach House in June. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks. I uh, predict they'll be at the Weenie Roast this year. You do? I'm making a prediction. Oh, yeah? And I have absolutely right. nothing to do with setting up that lineup. <laughs> and you've heard nothing? Heard nothing. All right. That's a curse. You guys have never been. Should we throw a dollar magic in? Eight ball out. No, with Kevin behind it the way he is, I can't imagine. That. You know, Rachel, we're not going to be uh, uh, touring uh, this month, beginning this month. I believe we're going to start in April. in April. But we will be coming out to L.A. and doing an in-store. Uh, we'll be doing an in-store, Tower Records in Westwood. On, oh, on, that's right. On yes. March 14th. Wait a minute. That's right. We're not. Uh-huh. We're not going to be there. No. You're not going to be there. No. We already did our uh, in store. We, we did. Uh, we did one with uh, local H. Uh, they don't. Here's the situation over at uh, K Rock, the mother station. They don't necessarily care who we like or who we don't like. They just sort of hook us up with whoever. Local H was great, and we had them on. Sort of, uh, it worked out nicely because we had local H on the uh, radio show a couple of days, I believe, before we did the in-store. Uh, they sounded great at the in-store. If Drew had got there on time, he would have heard them, too. And uh, it was a huge turnout, and everything was uh, great, and the guys are nice. But when I saw the list, I said, ah, oh, the Ferv Pipe, and uh, you guys are hooked up with, um, uh, like, uh, Booger Man or what something. Do, what huh? do you guys usually do on Friday nights? What do we do on Friday nights? Uh-huh. Uh, TV show? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. See how that happens? All right, Ann. Yeah. Always uh, defending the uh, the man. But well, thanks for participating. All right. No problem. All right, so uh, they're doing uh, the in-store tower on the 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in Westwood. Okay. All right, can you make the trek down to Westwood and catch him, Rachel? Probably. All right. Well, make sure you come up Wait, and What was the other question, us? Rachel? Uh, my other question was, I know you guys have, like, a mailing list. And I talked to Mac one time, and he told me that he told me that you might be putting the cover Strawberry Fields on your new album. Is that true? Uh, I l- that. Probably not. No, probably not. You guys did it when I saw you at the Troubadour. Yeah, you guys did it at the Coach House too. Yeah. Killer. Oh, thank you. Thanks. We actually, uh, the last time we were in the studio was when uh, we we recorded the new version of the Freshman, and we were actually talking about recording it there, and just never got around to it. And, is that uh, new a recording of the freshman on a new single too? Uh, it's on the CD yeah. five, yeah. and if you look for the uh, look for the CD, and if you if if, it, if there's a sticker on it that says featuring uh, the freshman and photograph, that's the one. Some oh, of them. Yeah, I have villains, but I was wondering if the new recording of freshman. Right. Well, they're they're starting to press new discs now with oh, that okay. version included. So you just have to look for that little sticker that. Cool. Has and you guys are not doing any more acapellas. <laughs> uh, you know what? We were, we were searching for something to sing, but I don't think they want us to do that hee-haw thing. You know, you met another. And they're going to do uh, the they're going to do the Dream Police at twelve uh, fifteen. All right, but it's going to be in the van. What about a love song for me? Because I don't have a balance. All right, Rachel, you've asked quite enough of the very important band. Okay. All right. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, Michelle. Hi. Twenty-three. You're on Love Line with the Verve Fight. Hi. It's very nice to talk to you guys. I listen to you all the time. Thank oh. you, Michelle. Hello. I think this question might be um, addressed to Dr. Drew. Yeah. And um, my question is, um, do you think that a guy could be gay if he's... Yes. Never, <laughs> if he's never really been with another guy, but um, if he shows signs, like, um, for example, um, he likes to have anal sex with a girl. I mean, does that... But no. On him? No, that makes him more heterosexual, <laughs> believe it or not. In its own uh, ass-backward way, it really does, pardon the pun. <laughs> Uh, he likes you to put things in him. Yeah. No, that's just his preference. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold, Hold on. Mixed Hold up on. I was confused for a second. <laughs> he wants to be violated. Yeah. With, right. with what? Um. Well, you know, just whatever, different mm. things. He doesn't want you to pretend like you're a male. Um. No. No. 
No, I, that's his preference. That doesn't. I was, I was just wondering. You know. No, that I mean, it it may have its roots in similar sorts of phenomenon. Perhaps I don't know if that's the case in fact, but it does not mean that a guy is more likely to be gay. Well, I'll tell you what. What a good argument for that is is half the gay guys who call this show do not engage in any form of uh, butt love. Right. Which I find despicable. I think if you're going to uh, pursue uh, the homosexuality, that you should uh, not do it in a, uh, again, pardon the pun, a half-assed yes, manner. Right. That you should go all the way, and that you should be uh, sodomized whenever possible. Is he a highly fashionable man? Well, that is a good question. Michelle? Yes? Does he, does he enjoy the fashion? You mean the way he dresses? Yeah. Yeah, he likes to dress good, and he likes to, he's very GQ. Uh-huh. Does he get his hair cut weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly? Probably monthly. All right. Mm -hmm. So he's on top of his appearance. Is there a, is there a, a uh, squeegee in the shower? A what? Squeegee. Um, I don't think so. Not in the shower. Okay. <laughs> it, how Does he have a Speedo and how small is it? No, he doesn't wear those. All right. No mm. way. All right. This guy's probably all right. Good. I'm glad. All right. So um, happy strapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. I, could you imagine? No. My sphincter hurts just thinking about it. It really does. All right. Uh, we're going to go to break, and we'll be back to wrap up and wrap down with the verb fight. Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitchers. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. This is Loveline on Q101. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. I'm here with actor James Vanderbeek. Every career is really made up of so many more disappointments than successes. Oh, for sure. It is hard, I guess, not to get bitter. There has to be something yeah. in it that keeps you going. You know what saved me has actually been writing. And it's funny to say that because I, mean, I don't talk about it. Nobody really knows that they're doing it. And that's where I can actually start to express some of the things that I want to say, create some of the projects that I want to create. I think that's kept me sane. The Brett Easton Ellis Podcast at podcastone.com. show who do we uh oh no one tomorrow night good all right no guests thank god <laughs> my fill of guests just you and your busty magazine oh yes I don't, uh, actually uh, hey, the, can, I, can i take this with me no i have a sneeze guard and, uh, uh, yeah. you, you can watch it but i have to have one of my one of my men in with you okay <laughs> All right. Uh, Verve Pipe, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. We Our do pleasure. appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, on Friday. That's uh, TV Talk. And uh, the name of the CD is Villains. If you haven't already gone out and got it, please go out and get it. It is a great CD. And until next time, this is Adam Crowley for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. <laughs>